Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing six women who are experts in their field and know a thing or two about well-being. My guest today is Charlotte Lauren. Charlotte is a holistic therapist and mentor who helps women to reduce stress levels, focus on their self-care and reconnect to their intuition. Thanks for joining me today, Charlotte. Hi, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yay! So obviously, I know you, but some of our listeners may not. So can you tell us a bit about yourself, your story and how you got to where you are today so that we can get a sense of who you are? Yes, I'd love to. Thank you, Maria. So I am, um, as you very lovely, you know, well put it just then, I'm a holistic therapist, a mentor and a moonologer. Um, So I trained as a holistic therapist about 16 years ago now, and it's been quite a journey for me. So um, I had a career previous to that in um, uh, PR in London, which was um, not well suited to me at all. Very stressful, very overwhelming. And I decided to um, leave that job and have a huge kind of it was a bit of an epiphany, really, and a real change. And I thought that I wanted to retrain in something that had always sort of called to me in the background, but had never kind of quite got there. And done something completely different. So I decided to retrain as a holistic therapist, which I absolutely loved doing. Um, moved back from London, back to live with my parents, which was interesting in my, in my mid-20s, and to retrain um, as a holistic therapist. So since that time, which I absolutely, I'm so glad that I did it, didn't look back after that, um, I've worked as a therapist across lots of different areas. So I've worked um, in my own practice. Um, I've worked in the in sort of the corporate world. I've worked in cancer care, which I still work in now. 
um, and I've also worked in independent spas. So I've worked across a lot of different areas within holistic therapy, delivering massage, um, Ayurvedic massage in particular. Um, Ayurveda is one of my passions, uh, reflexology and Reiki, um, and a few other therapies. But those are the kind of the main ones that I've offered over the years. And I've absolutely loved it. So I had a massive career change in my mid-20s. But like I said, I just haven't looked back. So, um, yeah, where am I today? Well, I'm still very much a holistic therapist. Um, but I also now work online with clients. So I am um, a moonologer, which um, is something that I've always been interested in. So I'd always been attracted to working with the moon kind of my whole life really but um, I actually did my moonologer training at the start of the lockdown and um, it kind of gave me that opportunity to come back to something that had called me years ago and so I've always loved astrology but really focusing in on working with the lunar cycle and kind of developing that and sharing that love and knowledge through my Facebook group initially, my Life with Lunar Magic Facebook group, which I know you're a, you're a part of, Maria. Um, that has kind of, it really kind of led me to exploring that world, which really ties in with holistic therapy. Um, and so I combine all those skills now and just help spiritually curious women connect to their intuition and their own sense of well-being. really with this idea of to help people feel empowered, calm and grounded so that's where I'm at um so it's been quite a journey a, an interesting journey though and, and it sounds like you know you've gone from doing what people expect which is you know getting a very traditional job to really listening to what you need and you want and going and making that happen yeah absolutely um I mean I think I've always I kind of got swept up in the conventional going to university, coming out with a degree, um, at least that felt conventional to me at the time, you know, kind of got swept up in that. And, um, and I loved that. And I, you know, um, met loads of amazing people. And I, I did what I felt was right at the time. But it soon became clear to me at 25, that I was not on the right path, and something had to change. I just wasn't happy with what I was doing. And that's not to say I didn't learn a lot, you know, I, I really did, but I just thought, actually, this isn't what I'm meant to be doing at all. Um, I need to do something different and make a change. And, you know, at that point in my life, I was lucky enough to be able to do that. It took some resolve, sure, but, um, you know, I, I was mid-20s. So, yeah, I kind of had a had an epiphany, really, like, this is what I, I need to change my path. And I think, yeah, and, and, it, and we are able to do this, you know. Um, I guess I'm kind of living proof of, of that. Um, going from a job in PR to being a holistic therapist is pretty different, I think. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, but I haven't, like I said, you know, I just haven't looked back at all. And so obviously this series is about well-being and there is a link there, although you're, you're a holistic therapist, there is a link there because actually if we're not doing something that we feel is right and that we want to be doing, then it's not good for our own wellness because, you know, our we can listen to our head, we can listen to our heart, but at the end of the day, we need to be doing the thing, whatever the thing is, um, that 
we know we're passionate about, that we were our purpose. And it's surprising how just by listening to ourselves, it will get us on the right track. And, you know, we become more curious and open-minded about things. So let's start looking at, at well-being. And the thing that's interesting to me is if we're not looking after ourselves holistically, then actually that can affect us both mentally and physically. So from your point of view, talk to me more about how, you know, we need to take this holistic approach because it's by taking things as a whole that we start to really dig deep into you know well what is the thing that's that's upsetting us from a well-being perspective yeah absolutely so I talk about this to people all the time um it's and it's a real core belief I guess of, of, of who I am and what I do that we need to be thinking about ourselves not just on a physical level but also on all the other levels and that's what holistic a holistic approach or holistic therapy is all about we're thinking about somebody on, on yes on a physical level but also emotional spiritual and mental so the whole person the whole picture um, and it's just so important for us to be able to do this because holistic health um is something which i think now more and more people are becoming alive to like more open to which is wonderful but you know it helps us to feel more grounded this is what i find a lot with clients and people I work with that if we look at all these different aspects of our lives and how we're feeling mentally emotionally spiritually and physically and we can work out what's going to make us happy what's going to make us feel more grounded in each area we can really work on the whole person we can really think about somebody from all these different perspectives rather than just one mm. um, you know when one perspective is great but let's think about somebody as a whole you know, and that's what's so important um, to sort of living a, a sort of like wholehearted, whole loving life, really, is understanding ourselves on all these levels. So tell us some of the common themes that um, you help your clients with when they come to see you. So um, what I tend to find is that people who are attracted to maybe having um, a holistic treatment um, are people who um, would like to feel a bit more relaxed you know initially as a basic kind of general everybody's individual everybody has their own reasons for coming um, to see to, to have a treatment but I would say generally it's about feeling more relaxed so possibly people have been fe feeling a bit more stressed a bit more overwhelmed and you know having a treatment or working with their intuition and connecting to the lunar cycle again it's very much about connection back in with themselves. So helping them to feel more grounded and connecting within. Um, but sometimes it's also about opening up to something a bit wider and understanding our connection to the natural cycles. So for example, the lunar cycle or understanding more about um, the, the Ayurvedic side of things and natural cycles from that perspective. It's sort of very much inward focus, but also connecting outward, which which actually ties in with my little mantra, which you know, Maria. Feet on the ground, eyes on the cosmos. Um, very much about being grounded and just coming back into themselves. I'd say that's a general um, sense of, you know, people feeling stressed or overwhelmed and wanting to feel like themselves again. And I think that's so important, isn't it? That we, um, 
I think we spend so much of our time and energy looking for external validation and getting experts to say to us what we should and shouldn't do when actually a lot of it for us to be comfortable with ourselves and to know what's um, important to ourselves. It's that self-awareness and that inner work so that we can then start to do things that are really simple, like, you know, creating healthy boundaries so that we know what is okay what's not okay how we can look after ourselves better from a mind point of view from a spiritual point of view whether it's you know being more mindful in the way we are going for a walk taking the time to eat our food rather than like rush just these simple things that like you said it's it's all it we know ourselves better than anybody else knows ourselves and if we would just stop and appreciate what we want and what we need we'd be so much better off yeah I couldn't agree more and it's that stopping that I think a treatment or a session can give people the opportunity to do and this is why I love my work because I give people a chance to pause and I'm sure you do as well within your work but it's giving people that opportunity to just stop a moment. You know, our lives are busy. Most people have a lot of commitments. We've had this really difficult backdrop, horrible backdrop of the pandemic going on, which is this certain level of inconsistency and inconstancy hanging in the background, which is difficult for people, difficult for everybody to, to live with. Um, and then we have our lives on top of that. And I think just being, you know, the, the, the ups and downs and the, the gifts and the challenges you know that we all have and each day and just finding that moment to be able to stop and to pause I just think is just so so important um, because then we have a chance to reflect you know on things we have a chance to be a bit more mindful and we have a chance to appreciate ourselves mm. um, and those around us as well so yeah I think the ability to be able to stop and pause is just so so important now, I don't have to tell you that the body is really clever because you already know that. But tell us some of the signals that we should be more aware of so that, like you said, in this hectic world, we can just be rushing, 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 rushing. And the body is continuously like communicating to us. But occasionally we choose not to listen. So what are some of those signals where the body's going, hello, hello, no, you need to stop or there's something not quite right here. Tell us about those signals. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would say, I mean, I, you know, in my work, everybody's an individual, everybody, I work with people, you know, on a sort of case by case, very bespoke basis to what their needs are. So I would say anything that feels out of sync or imbalanced to you. So something that you've noticed, um, because our bodies are always giving us messages, mm. it's just our job to listen, you know, to listen in. And of course, sometimes we don't because life is busy and we've all got lots going on and we just push things down because we we've got something else we've got another commitment to attend to but it's so important again just stopping you know that pause to just listen to what's going on and if you're getting something if you're getting a sign um, that feels in something that's not normal for you something that's a bit out of sync for your body so for example for myself I know that if I get a certain type of headache and it's a bit repetitive, then I need to slow down. Hmm. And you get to know your body as you get older, you get to know the signals that your body is sending you, and it is just our job to listen to them. And it's different for everybody. 
But I would say to people, anything that is sort of reoccurring, that feels out of sync for your body, then that's something you really need to pay attention to. So I've sort of, and I'm sure you have too, just learn what feels a little bit off, you know, and any sense of stress or overwhelm that's building up. If that's a repetitive feeling, then we really need to listen to that. So anything that feels out of sync for your body is something to pay attention to. And that's so simple, because like you said, we are all individuals. And we know, I mean, I base a lot of my actions on my feelings. And I know that I get overwhelmed, not necessarily by um, information, but I get overwhelmed by the number of jobs that I decide I have to do in a very restricted time frame. And then I go, hang on a second. That's within my control. I don't have to do that, but I get that, you know, I get those feelings in my stomach that are, that are the signal that says to me, well, well, Maria, come on, you're trying to do too much. You don't have to do all, all of that stuff. Just prioritize, take the thing that's important, do that, and then, and then see what you need to do next. So mine, mine are feelings that definitely come from within my stomach. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me as a holistic therapist, you know, your stomach area is very much linked to kind of like it's the seat of your emotions where your solar plexus is, um, you know, that that particular chakra is very much linked to our sense of personal empowerment and confidence. Um, and when that feels compromised, this is when we can feel like, yeah, this is this is something that feels out of sync. Um, and it's, so, yeah, it's sort of what you're saying makes makes absolute sense to me and I'm so glad that you recognize that that's the thing that you that says whoa Maria you've got to slow down now um and take a breath and and if we listen to our bodies this is what we can really start to hear mm. but we have to give ourselves the time and the space to be able to do that um yeah I think it's just so important so are there some either daily or weekly practices that you can suggest that we look to build into our into our routine just to help us to be more grounded and to give us an opportunity to be more aware of what's going on for ourselves internally yeah um i mean absolutely there are things that i talk about a lot within my practice and you'll probably you know have heard about these from me before but things like meditation um, I'm a big fan of meditation. I find for me, that helps me feel really, really grounded. So meditation, I love to use Insight Timer, which is um, a brilliant app for, it's got so many different things on it. I think there's something on there for everybody. It's got ambient music, it's got guided visualizations, different meditations, even talks. Um, it's just a fantastic app. So I use that a lot um, within my my kind of like the way that I like to ground and calm. Um, some people really like to journal or mm. do something where they're able to just um, express themselves. You know, maybe it's doing some art, maybe it's journaling, but being able to express themselves is really that can feel really good. That can be really important. Um, Again, things like making time for grounding practices like yoga, Pilates. Um, maybe you like to run. Maybe that's your thing that helps you to feel grounded. That's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. You know, 
everybody's different. Some things are going to work for some people, not so much for others. But I'd say to people, be open. Try a few of these things. Try journaling. Try meditation. Try um, a different type of exercise, whatever suits you. Um, to give yourself that space and time to come back into yourself. Um, it could just be a walk in nature, could be as simple as that, you know. Um, but those are some of the things that I'd recommend, some of the sort of basic things. And then as you get more, um, you know, experimental, you can start to work with essential oils. You know, there's so many things that you can bring in to um, create a lovely atmosphere for you to feel calm and grounded as well so there's, there's lots of things we can do to help ourselves in that way and it's really important isn't it to like keep it simple so that then it becomes a habit and we can do it regularly without sort of going oh oh no there's a thing I have to do the thing what's the thing or you know investing lots of money in 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 it because it doesn't it doesn't have to cost anything other than time and and the commitment to do it regularly absolutely and this is one of the things I talk about quite a bit and I and I you know I walk my talk basically with these things I do them myself as well um, and I know that sometimes if something starts to feel like a chore you know when you think oh god I don't know if I can be bothered to do that that's when it's not a great thing for you to be doing. You maybe need to change it up in terms of a practice and find something, like you said, that almost becomes second nature mm. and also something that you enjoy. It should never feel like a chore to be able to find space to ground yourself. If it becomes another thing on the to-do list, then that's probably not what you need to be doing. Mm. <laughs> it needs to feel like this is something I'm going to enjoy for me. Um, and then you're far more likely for, for, um, to work with it so that it becomes a habit and becomes something that's just normal in your everyday life. See, easy, easy. Yeah, keep it simple. Exactly. So as we start to wrap up this wonderful episode, um, give me three things that you would like to take our you would like to take that you would like our listeners to take away from this conversation. Yeah, no problem. I have three things. Um, so I would say if you're looking for a holistic therapy or some way of grounding yourself or finding um, something that's going to help you to feel calmer, more relaxed, just know that one size doesn't fit all. Everybody's different. And I believe there's some kind of holistic therapy or way of grounding yourself out there for everybody. So just be open to trying some different things and um, there will be something for you. Um, another part that was well, something else that I'd like to mention is that connecting with others. So, so it's so, so important, especially after the time we've had over the last couple of years, you know, connecting with others is such an important part of well-being. So reaching out to people, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed, reaching out to people is so, so important because you'll probably be surprised at how much other people are feeling the same and actually they want to talk about it and you might be able to support each other. Um, and then on top of that, you know, people you trust, there are practitioners, practitioners out there that can help you as well. Um, so many amazing mentors, coaches, people that are just brilliant in their field that can really help you with this. So just connection, I think, is the key, such a big part of um, our well-being and mental health. And then the other thing is just please, please listen to your body. Such a big part of the work I do 
And the things that I talk about clients with is just listening to your body. It's so important. And creating the time and the space to be able to do that is just absolutely key. And I know that it's a really busy time at the moment for people. Um, and we do we are just going to have these busy times in our lives, but we need to prioritize um, ourselves and our self-care so that we're able to give to others at the end of the day. So please listen to your body and just so when you need to pause, when you need to stop and take a breath, please do that. It's just so important for us all to be taking care of ourselves on every level. That's it. Easy. So picking up on the fact that you said connection, the listeners will be listening, obviously, and saying, oh, my goodness, I need to connect with Charlotte. I need to get into Charlotte's world. Make it easy for them. How can our listeners find you? I'm at charlottelaurentherapies.co.uk. Everything you need is on there. If you fancy having a look on Instagram, I'm at Life with Luna Magic. And that's it. That's me simple simple oh well I'd like to say thank you Charlotte for joining me today on my podcast thank you for having me I've loved it and thank you everybody for listening if you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you then head over to my website www.mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. Take care.